Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family from whatever time zone you may be listening from. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. We'll start off with a word of prayer and then we'll see where God wants to take us this morning. Whatever time zone you may be in. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We ask you that you cover us under your blood, that you watch over us, that you guide us, that you speak into our lives to help us to make us the best that we can be. We pray for our families, our loved ones. Father God, we pray against all these situations that's going on in the world, Father God, that you should cover your people from the wrath that is to come. Father God, may your grace and mercy be upon us all as we look to you in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the word is for today's Refiner's fire, creating us a clean and pure heart. Remove the impurities. I woke up this morning and was praying and asking God to give me a clean heart. A pure heart. Started up with give me a pure heart. And then I looked into it and I seen that how important it is for me right now and all of us to have a clean and a pure heart. Because I don't know if you've seen it on the CNN or on on the Foxes about or the, or the news about it. Another killing in of children. In a, it, it's supposed to be a Christian private school. And it was said that the person, Adam... Life, you know what? <laughs> I heard it was said that when, because I heard before when they were saying on the news and it was it said because I heard it on our local news and then I said it didn't really go in depth. So I said I wanted to go on CNN to see what it was saying, and I know that that I think the commentator was talking to there was a, a clip before and somebody was talking and they were saying that um. When they said it was a woman, they, they said, said it was a woman. And the expert that was there was saying that that's very unusual because you don't really, you don't really hear women getting involved in these things, in, in um, like mass shootings. You don't really hear that women are usually involved. But as, as the story went on, it was said that she, she identified as, a, he identified, well, he identified as a woman. But it's a tra the trans woman. It's a man, and that's why you get to know that no matter the case that people try to plead for, that everybody can identify, everyone can be what they want. We can't because we're created in God's image, and He created us to be man or woman, regardless of what we say. Because when when they ended up saying that. It ended up, it's a trans woman. That means that it's a man. There are two, the, the things that there are two gods and this and that. They went equipped as a man because you are what you are, regardless of what you want, you, regardless of who you might say, this is who I want to be. You are what you are. Everything in your heart and everything in your mind that God has put in you is put in you for the gender that he created you to be. And when we look at that and we, we listen and when you listen to, to when you listen to the news and you hear everybody saying in from the White House, we're praying for you, we're praying for you, we're praying for you. And you think to yourself that 
they they want to pray to God now and everybody's saying that they're praying to God and the laws that they're making is saying that they're not acknowledging God but when it comes to tragedy they know that there's just one place that they can go because man has no real control God is in charge regardless of what regardless of what he said God is in charge in the heavens he gives man freedom but he, he, he can't not be God because if God stops being God everything that that we enjoy the fish in the sea the fruit trees the cows it will just go because God is the one that sustains everything in the world look at it now our clocks I think we've lost the hour it's springtime said it's it's springtime but even before they said it's springtime God already said it was springtime this is a month of Nissan spring the first, it's the beginning of the, the Jewish calendar spring the first month spring Nissan before it was even before our clocks got turned back it said it's springtime the, the earth was already saying it was springtime because all the flowers that come up that come up at springtime were up were up and coming up so even when man said it in the end it's springtime god had already said it it's springtime and he said that there's a time springtime and there's a harvest time and so he says it doesn't matter what man tries to say what man tries to stop the full force of god will always come out because i notice i've got i've got i've got flowers in my um in my front garden and i planted them years ago <laughs> and i planted them that they would there's flowers that you have that just shows up for the one year and then it dies out and it doesn't come back again unless sometimes there might be some seeds that's dropped off or might come back that way but there's some that you plant perennials and those come up every year every spring they're up every spring they're up and i i i rather that because I, sometimes we don't want to be planting the different the every year the same and because they come up every year they grow bigger too because they bloom every year they're bigger they grow that's god's world that's the beauty of his holiness that's his grace that's his mercy that's his love for us his children and if we don't acknowledge god and his goodness and his mercy we will be in a bad position because his promises are yes and amen he promised us that he will never leave us he'll never forsake us he's told us that look at the trees no look at the flowers in the field and even though solomon was the richest man he could not be clothed as beautiful as them and 
he says, if he thinks about the flowers in the gardens that are just there for a while and then they die off, some of them come back again, some of them don't. Why would we think when he's made us in our, when he's made us he's in his image, blown his spirit in us, that we are not important to him? Why do we worry about what we're going to eat tomorrow, what we're going to eat the next day, what we're going to eat the next day, when he's already provided it for us? Why do we waste our time worrying like other people do when we know that his words are true? And he's calling us as his people in this time and this season to purify, to purify our hearts. He will do it, but we have to come to him and confess that we need a new heart. We need the right spirit in, in us. Because I was thinking this morning about David. You know, Psalms 51. You know, creating me a clean heart. And everything else. Because David knew he had done what was wrong. With Bathsheba. Because you know what it is? We don't realize that one sin leads to another. Because there was one of taking his, his Uriah's wife. And then it got into that. Now, after after the sex, other sin had to come because a baby was coming. And then Uriah, Uriah lost his life because really because of loss. And because of David not being where he should. Because the Bible tells us that that time of the year, kings were out fighting. They weren't really at home. And I realized that um, the, the devil... <laughs> The devil will 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 let you be doing something that you shouldn't be doing at the time. You should be doing something else because he's working it out for your downfall. And we see that David, if David, if David had known that those few hours of minutes spent, those time just having that relationship, having that sexual relationship with with Beersheba was going to cost him. What it ended up costing him, his family, the way the brothers were towards his sister and the, everything else, the way the son was against. If he knew that just opening the door to sin was going to take over his family in the way that it did, he would have, he would have thought, thought twice about it. But what it is, the devil doesn't make you think twice. You see, you're a married man. You see a woman that probably you've had a relationship, probably you knew her before and you see her again and the devil brings up that fire again and you forget that you're, you're married. You're married now. She's not married, but you're married. But just the thought of it, just the thought of being with her again, just the thought, the devil makes it exciting to you to say, yes, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just like some men think that, oh, if I just talk to another woman about sex and don't have it with don't have it with her, that's not adultery. The devil opens the door. The devil opens the door. And then in the end, he, he, he adds more to it. He adds more to it. He adds more to it. That in the end, what you thought was just gonna be a little affair that didn't matter ended up 
breaking up years of a marriage that it's only after the marriage is destroyed now after divorce after everything else that the man or the woman can look and see it wasn't really worth it it wasn't really worth it because the excitement of it's over the adrenaline is over and now even if even if they remain in that relationship with that person it's not the same because sometimes some people have the challenge of knowing there's somebody else out there that, that they take depriving of something else. God wants to refine, refine, refine us. I, I read, I'm going to read it. Malachi, Malachi 3 and it's verse, no, it's Malachi 3 and it's verse, uh, but hold on a minute. Yeah, Malachi 3, yeah, it's Malachi 3, chapter 3, verse 3. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver, and he will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness. And I was reading, I read that, and then because I was reading, I looked up online about a pure art. A pure art. And a clean art and it brought up this chapter in the bible and also when in 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 my bible uh, and when it's it was talk is talking about refining it's talking about refining it says in the process of refining metals the raw metal is heated with fire until it melts the impurities separate from it and rise to the surface they are skimmed off, leaving the pure metal. Without this eating and melting, there would be no purifying. As the impurities are skimmed off the top, the reflection in the worker appears in the to be smooth. To the sorry, the reflection of the worker appears in the smooth, pure surface. As we are purified by God, is reflection in our lives will become more and more clear to those around us. God says that leaders, here the Levites, should be especially open to it, to his purification progress, process in their lives. Launder soap will, was alkaline, used to whiten cloth. It also used here as a symbol of the purifying process. God wants to purify us. God wants to give us a pure art that we can make the right choices, that we can live right, that we can be a living example of who he is. Because this morning when I woke up and I said, cried unto him to say, give me a pure art. Because God wants to bring up to the surface all the impurities in our life for us to look. Is it gossiping? Is it backbiting? Was it fornication? Is it lying? Is it stealing? Whatever it may be. He wants to bring it up to the surface and scoop it off. Like when the metal is except, like when the impurities are, are removed from the metal. And that's why we get that shiny silver. We get the shiny gold. Because everything else had to, had to be taken out for the real metal to be seen. And God wants to take everything out of us that needs to be taken out. That the real person can be seen. 
and that can be a shining light to others that others can see and know that with God all things are possible. We need a pure heart as we draw closer to God. We need a clean heart because we, we, we can look and to see that the world tries to contaminate us and we need we need to be purified by God because we don't we don't really you know it's not a mistake when they call people on Instagram and on, on some social media influencers the re, the word that they use they know what they're doing because it influences and it's either going to influence you in a negative way or a positive way but you're influenced and I realize that unless we have God as a framework to say, this is my standard, we could go into any standard and become anything that the world wants to impose upon us. Because I realize that even the friends we have, the people that we communicate with, family, a lot of different things can influence us as well. And if they are thinking in a bitter way, in a bitter and an hateful way, and an evil way, and they're around us, and if we're going to ask their opinion about something, they're going to give us the opinion based on that evil and that bitter way that they're thinking. And then if we're going to use that as a, our standard, we get to be bitter and evil also, and we don't have the pure art that God wants us to have. But if we use God Jesus, the Bible, the Holy Spirit as our guide. And when he convicts us to say, you shouldn't say that, you know, you shouldn't do that, you know, you shouldn't go there, you know, you shouldn't say that, you know. And we listen to him. We live the life that's pleasing to God. And Jesus said in the Beatitudes that if we have a blessed are the pure in heart, because they will see God. Because God is not going to accept us with all the impurities. Once he sent the Holy Spirit to work in us as our advocate, as our counselor, as, a di as our direction, as our example. He sent Jesus here to, to show that it was possible to be on earth and not sin, not fornicate, not fall for the things that everybody else does. Because... We did, people use the word, we use the word, oh, nobody's perfect. And you're going to, if you're perfect, nobody's perfect. And in that word, we, we take it to do, to be able, as a, as, as a reason to do what we like. Because nobody's perfect. Only God is perfect. But God has said, the Bible said, he's a purifying fire. And if we read God's words, if we have a communic have communications with the Holy Spirit and listen to what he's saying to us and decide to do things God's way, we will be perfect. He said, Jesus said, the Bible said, God said, be holy as I am holy. Because he knows that he comes with the purifier fire. He knows that he co he's come with God, with Jesus' righteousness. Not in the righteousness of ourselves. We couldn't do it on our own. We have too much impurities. But God. 
Our Heavenly Father has no impurities. The Holy Spirit has no impurities. Jesus the Son has no impurities. Because they come to refine their people. So Father God we look to you today Father God. And we shout out. Give us a pure heart. Put the right spirit within, within us. Let us walk the way that we should walk. Let us be who we should be in you. Father God, as we look to you, Father God, we ask you to help us. In this month of Nisan, Father God, the Passover season, we ask you to help us to be who you created us to be. Refine us fire, we ask you to purify us and make us as pure gold. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And if you don't know the Lord for yourself, he said, all you need to do is to confess with your mouth that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God that came to die, that you should have life and have it more abundantly and ask him to forgive you of your past sins and he will help you to start a new life where you get baptized, you, you, you communicate with him, you read your Bible, your fellowship and you are discipled to become who God created you to be. And you have a relationship with God, which is the most important one you will ever have in your life. <laughs> because that's the only way you change. Yes, have a relationship with your pastor, with your minister, with your brethren. But God, having a relationship with God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit is the most important relationship you're going to ever have. Because that skims off all the impurities and makes us as pure gold. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to finish off with Psalm 51. It says, the Psalm of David, when the prophet Naaman came after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my, impure, my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sins are always before me. Against you and you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are proven right when you speak and justify when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost part place. Cleanse me with isop that I may be clean. Wash me that I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the, the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit away from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O Lord, O God, the God who saves me. And my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, O I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings, the sacrifices of God. Are a broken spirit, a broken, a contrite heart, O oh God, 
you will not despise. In your good pleasure, make Zion prosper. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then there will be righteous sacrifices, all burnt offerings to delight you. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Father God, we bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we give it unto you, hallelujah, a sacrifice of praise. We thank you for your goodness, O Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Father God, that you sent Jesus to take away our sins, that we can reproach you. And we can say, Father, relight the fire to burn in our hearts. Fuel the lamp with your Holy Spirit and your oil of praise and your oil of worship, that we will know that you are God and we will walk by your grace and mercy and be purified that you are glorified be glorified be glorified be glorified be glorified be glorified in the heavens be glorified in the earth jesus jesus be thou glorified. Come praise the Lord. Come praise the Lord. Come praise the Lord. Come praise the Lord. Be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified in the earth. Jesus. Jesus. Be thou glorified, Jesus, Jesus. Be thou glorified. God bless you. God loves you all. Thanks for listening. I love you too.